Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Clutch Pod. I'm your host, AB. With me, I've got someone making their clutch debut. <laughs> what are you saying, people? It's um, T, aka Toby. Yeah, lie, what's innit? good, fam? Welcome to the family, fam. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs> glad to be here. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's get straight to it. Obviously, let's start off with the big games on Sunday, Super Sunday. We saw Liverpool just <laughs> blow oh, away United again. Oh, my gosh. 3 1 defeat. <laughs> What are you saying? What do you think about that one, T? You know, there's a lot of things. If I, if I speak, I'll be in big trouble. <laughs> you know, um, my, as a United supporter as well, it's hard. It's hard because I'm very biased and like you know, I've got a lot of emotion for the team. But we're in a very rough spot right now, and I think Mourinho's got to go. But that's probably gonna talk about that a bit later, innit? The team, the team's just in a really bad spot. You know, our, our best players are on the bench. We got our manager bringing in Juan Mata on the 85th minute. minutes, three ones down. You know, Martial just rotting on the bench as well. It's, it's, it's a techie time still. It's very tight. It's very tight. Um, it's, it's just, it's, I, I'm running out of adjectives to describe this. Yeah. Like, it's unacceptable, fam. The performance, the midfield, what was he thinking? Man played Matic, Herrera, who else played the midfield? Fellaini. Fellaini. Fam, like, where's the creativity? We've been screaming this for time. Mm. Like, Liverpool, they dominated us. We played, I saw a tweet, yeah, we played five defenders, two holding mids. It was even three holding mids as well. Three no, holding mids, yeah. and we conceded 36, 36 shots, shots and three goals. 36 shots. So, like, last week on the pod, I said that, right, the only thing Mourinho slightly has going for him is that he can pull it off against the big teams. Obviously, we saw that against Juventus. We saw we almost narrowly beat Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking that was the one shining light. I was thinking uh, maybe he could try a thing. But after this performance, nah, it's unacceptable, man. How many points are we off the top four? It's about four. Like 19, 19, 19 points off top Joking. and It's not even Christmas. Oh, it's just, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have a lot to say. I think another, I saw a really damning tweet as well where it was like, at this point in the season, we've conceded the same amount of goals as we did throughout the whole of last season. And that, I think that really, it says a lot, but I think that says a lot about our last season as well, especially me as a, I like to think of myself, at least before, as a Mourinho in type of guy, especially after last season when we finished second, when City was far, far away the best team in the league. But I think it just shows that De Gea really saved us. And now that De Gea is not on his, you know, world-class form, as I'd like to say, I think the team's been exposed and Mourinho's been exposed as well. And it's time to go, to be honest. Nah, he has to go, man. He has to go. Like, I can't think of any other reason why he should stay. I mean, when fair enough, people would say he'll make top four, but we ain't making top four. Mm-hmm. Like, there's absolutely no way. I don't care who he buys in January, fam. We ain't making top four if he's still going to use them dusty 05 tactics, fam. <laughs> like, your tactics are out of date, bro. You mm-hmm. need to keep it moving, man. You just ruin the club, man. You, you got Alex Ferguson. You see him yesterday. Yep. He just looked like a... Like a saddled puppy, fam. 100%. Like even I just wanted to give him a hug. <laughs> <laughs> even Bobby Charter as well. Them man are not. They're not enjoying the football. They're not enjoying the way the club's going as well, man. Big man thing. Hey, did you see the video of Real Ferdinand? Real that. This guy's Come like on, one one. <laughs> one one. This is this is where our club is at. It's true, club man. Like Real, yeah. Celebrating Celebrate one, one with draws. One. Nah, man. Yeah, we've we've come a long way. Nah, man. Down the gutter, to be honest. I can't lie. It's uh, really time, fam. I don't even saw many pieces of Deadwood. I mean, Lukaku, Van Dyke ate him up. Yeah. Van Dyke, he he had him for breakfast, man. He had him, <laughs> he had him by the chokehold. Lukaku, like, I was watching the um analysis in it on, like, Match of the Day Fam. This guy, he was shy, he was running away from the ball, fam. Mm. Running away, like, oh, I just don't know, man. I don't know. On the topic of Lukaku, I think the quality is still there. Like, he's a goal scorer, isn't it? 
But first of all, we can see that he's not really been given the opportunity in front of in front of goal. But even this season, sometimes when he's been given that opportunity, he seems to not finish. And I think his touch. People always say that his touches, you know, look like he's got the tims on, you know, when he's playing, or he's got like ice skates on or something like that. But I think that. It's like he's regressed because Lukaku was a good player. Last season, he was banging in the goals, you know. And like even this yeah. e- the season before that as well, I can't remember. But, you know, he, he, he can score goals. So I think it's just the team chemistry as a whole is just not there. Team morale looks quite low. And there's just a lot of stuff that needs to be worked on. And like you say, it doesn't matter who Mourinho gets in January. I don't really see this team finishing nah. top four at this rate. Not at all. <laughs> and obviously the other way you can get into the Champions League is by winning it oh. <laughs> given the draw we'll oh. come up to that later, later given yeah. the draw yeah <laughs> that's not happening mm-hmm. but on the flip side though let's talk Liverpool I mean obviously Shakiri came off the bench super sub two goals albeit they were both deflections just bullshit man mm-hmm. but at the end of the day he came on and he impacted the game innit Liverpool they moved top of the table now one point above City, and yeah, they're just they're just playing well, man. They're playing well. What what do you have to add to that, T? Um, once again, as a United supporter, it's very painful to see he, two he, of our top. You can't see him right now, but this guy, yeah, his vein is bulging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's peak, man. It's very peak. Like two of our top rivals, you know, just demolishing the league. To be honest, like especially City, I, I hate seeing them succeed, but it is what it is. Liverpool, you know. I can't lie, Klopp's, he's really done his thing. Like He's made the right purchases, he's strengthened he the right positions mm. and he's got them playing a very, very attractive style of football. And, you know, at the start of the season, I thought Salah wouldn't be able to do it again, but it seems like he's really still got it in his locker. And Liverpool are a team that, to be honest, United, I hate to say it, but United should be aspiring to be a, like, a team like Liverpool or a team like City. And it's, it's very painful to say. For real. But just a joke, like, after that third goal went in, like, I just stopped caring, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lingard, he done his thing, got Lingard, a goal, yeah, he was a big game, spot. Jay Lings, yeah, man. He scores spot. in big games. I think Lingard, there's a few players on the team that I think deserve a lot better than what we're getting right now. Lingard mm. always puts his all. Mm. Um, I really like Dalo, even though that game, he wasn't really, you know, he, he didn't really do a lot that game, but I really like his play and he's a good crosser. Who else? Fellaini always, even though... You know, Fellaini's a bit of a meme, but he seems to always put in the effort and he saved us quite a few points this season, to be honest. So, he actually has, I can't lie. You know, it's just, I don't know, Marino really has to go, especially when our best, well, objectively, our best player in terms of talent is just rotting on the bench. It's, mm. it's, it's quite crazy, Didn't man. even bring him on. Mm. To, you can't make him the scapegoat now mm-hmm. after that performance. Yep, you, can't, you can't make him the scapegoat, man. 100%. I you really know, don't know what he, sh- what he tried to achieve by leaving him on the bench. like. But... You know, we can look at it in the other way as well and say, you know, Liverpool did score two deflection goals, you know. And, you know, like, if we if we look at it, 36 shots on goal, they were just taking pot shots at the goal. Although that's what, you know, you have to, you know, they say you have to buy a uh, ticket to win the lottery, isn't it? But they were two lucky goals, in my opinion. They did outplay know, us. They man. did outplay us. They did deserve the win as well. But we do have to take into account that it was two deflections. Oh, no, man. Fam, if it wasn't them two goals that didn't go in, it would have been another two. <laughs> Let's be real. 36 shots, fam. They ran ringers around us, man. That is true. That is true. Let's move on to the another game, the earlier game on Sunday. We saw Arsenal's unbeaten record diminish. Brilliant. <laughs> love it. I lo- you love to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> Reload it. <laughs> Reload it, for but real. We, we couldn't even enjoy it, Cut Two hours Straight later, that yeah. was us. But yeah, we saw them lose 3-2 to Southampton. Mm-hmm. Southampton done well because they... Obviously, Arsenal pegged them back twice, two Mkhitaryan goals. 
mm-hmm. but they fought hard and they got the three points. The first win under their new manager. A lot of Arsenal fans were talking about how Koscielny's a liability. Obviously, it was his first game back, and quite frankly, he looked like the the pace of the game was too much for him. Like he looked like he was on the ropes. But um, at the end of the day, that's a that's, it's a poor defeat for Arsenal. You don't expect them to win every game, but Southampton, like come on, man, those are the type of teams. You should be beaten. I know United, we went 2-0 down against them. Yep. We, so, we I don't know if that's... As well, so, you know. But yeah, what do you think about that one? Uh, much like you say, it's a game that Arsenal should really be winning, especially with the form that they were in, you know, the players that they've got as well. But um, let's first talk about Southampton. I think that they played really, really well that game. You know, they showed a lot of heart, a lot of spirit as well. And I think the manager might be able to do some good things with his team. Um, you know, they seem to know what they want to do on the attack and also defensively. Although they're not the strongest, they do seem to be quite organised. And I, however, I do think that Arsenal really should have put the game to bed. You know, quite they were playing well, um, better than Southampton throughout the game. I thought, and you know, Leno really made a big mistake as well. I think, mm. yeah, big mistake. And you know, it's, it's funny because he's, he's he saved Arsenal quite a bit this season, and I guess he was due. He was due a blunder, to be honest. But you know, for Arsenal, it's a game that you know you look at it and then you be like, okay, we lost, but we move on because Arsenal. Much like the rest in the top four, they've got a good squad and they can do a lot of stuff with the squad, you know. Lacazette is class, Aubameyang is class. You've always got Ozil there as well. Um, in regards to Koscielny as well, Koscielny, like you say, he didn't seem to be keeping up with the pace of the game, but, you know, Koscielny, I think he's still got it in him, just coming back from an injury, you know, he can return to form. And, yeah, I do like this Arsenal squad, even though I hate to say it once again, I do like this Arsenal squad and I think they've got a lot of potential there. And, you know, um, Emery, it seems like he can do a lot lot of good stuff with the squad. I want to see how they perform in uh, Europe if they get there next season. Can't lie, yeah. I hate all of that, but when when they put into perspective, all right, cool, you guys went on an unbeaten record. You had, like, a big win record (laughs) earlier this season, which was halted by Palace. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough, like, you've proven your heart to beat in it, but... Looking at the table, like you man are sitting in fifth, bro. <laughs> like with all this, with all this free flowing football, banging, scoring, this, this, that. Like mm-hmm. surely you guys should be in the Arsenal should be in the top four by now. But yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. To me, it just sounds a bit overrated. Like the way, obviously, there's no dispute that Emery has turned it around, in it. Yeah. But I still feel like they still got a long way to go. Mm. I think um, it's much like I remember when we had an unbeaten, like. That useless, um, I think it was like, how many games was it? Where we drew, like, where we had like so five one one draws, didn't it? You know, and, and I, f- I don't want to say it's the exact same thing in this Arsenal scenario because they have won quite a few games, but we do have to remember that a lot of their games were played, you know, on Thursday nights, you know, in, in Europa yeah, League. So, yeah, like, as a <laughs> and no one knows what's, what's going on on Thursday nights. So, you know, it, it does, we do need to put it into perspective, but once again, I do think that Arsenal do have a good squad. And they're only three points behind Chelsea, it seems. So, you know, Chelsea can slip up. Tottenham can even slip up as well. But, yeah, Arsenal is good, but, you know, it can be better. It can be better. Mm. Moving on to Chelsea. Chelsea beat Brighton 2-1 at the MX. Um, Hazard getting on the score sheet again. That was a good win for Chelsea. But what? Do you think Hazard can finally break that barrier that's been... A lot of people have been saying that's the thing that doesn't make him like not world class, but like, but like top of the top. Yeah, because yeah. obviously he still hasn't scored twenty goals in a Premier League season. Mm-hmm. You think now is the time for Eden Hazard to break that barrier and prove to his haters that he mm-hmm. can? Mm-hmm. I think honest, honestly, I don't think 
a lot of people disagree when you say that Eden Hazard is world class because he's definitely a world class oh, player. Of course, of course. Definitely a world class player. But it does seem like the goals seem to be lacking in his game to really put him at the top. But this season, I do, I'm do. i not sure how many goals he's scored he's thus got far. eight goals eight and goals. nine assists. He's top yeah, of the so assist charts. To be honest, Hazard is one of the best players in the Prem and I do think he can break that 20-goal barrier this season. I feel like Sarri's got him playing in his... um. His prime, his best position, and mm. you know, Sorry, ball. <laughs> oh, 100%. And it's 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 good to see, to be honest. I, I really like watching Hazard play, and um, I do really think he'll be able to hit that 20 goals a season in the Premier League, unless for whatever reason he has a, a drought, or you know, I'm not sure if they've got a tough run of games coming up, but I think I think we can see him do it. I think we can see him do it for sure, mm. especially under this like attacking football car. Previously, speaking to a few Chelsea fans, including Nephew, he was saying, obviously, previously, Hazard. The managers he was playing under were defensively styled. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Mourinho yeah. and Conte as well. So now he's under like an attacking manager. He is starting to flourish. I mean, eight goals and nine assists, and we're not even. It's not even Christmas yet. Yeah. Like, that's very impressive. Very. So, me personally, I feel like he could break that twenty goals barrier. Do I want him to? Do I want to see him do it? <laughs> Considering I'm a United fan, hell no. Hell but no. We gotta put our hands up and say, yeah, he's a quality player, quality, and quality. he should. He should break that barrier. Um, on the subject of Chelsea, I want to talk in, talk about a dark matter that's been Oof. propping up in the press recently. Obviously, we saw last week when Chelsea played Man City, a mm-hmm. uh, viral video was uploaded of a Chelsea fan seeming to verbally abuse, racially abuse Raheem Sterling. Um, quite frankly, I feel like in this day and age, that shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's completely unacceptable. And I want to big up Raheem Sterling Obviously, he's been made a scapegoat in the press, whether that being for England, for his salary. Since he was at like Liverpool, they mm-hmm. s- they found a way to like scapegoat him for doing little things such yeah. as man bought a Greg's pasty firm <laughs> and they got onto him. Like yep. obviously, at first we saw it as ba- banter, mm-hmm. but this is very serious, and I feel like that is fueling racism in today's game. Would, do you want to add on that, T? Um, yeah, much like you say, I think it really does paint a picture of you know what the media are trying to do and I'm really not sure as to why they've chosen Sterling first of all as the person that they'd like to attack but it is a problem that it still exists although we might see you know it's 2018 and we've advanced as a people and you know there's black people we see black people everywhere there's black people that are succeeding (laughs) you know it doesn't it doesn't reflect what a lot of people are thinking you know inside their heads because Mm. a lot of the people that we interact with on a day-to-day basis white, Indian whatever they may be they are probably racist and they're just not <laughs> they're just not going to show it to you you understand what i'm saying and i think this really does this really does highlight it especially chelsea has a fan base i think alongside with maybe your west hams and your mills they do seem to have quite a lot of racist fans i remember the incident with but the train this is not all we're not saying all of them in car yes i've worked at west mm-hmm. ham and i've met West Ham supporters yeah, they're great, they're great. genuinely like yeah. good blokes in it. Yeah. It's just a few minorities that a, just ruin it. They call it they call it a vocal minority. And when you see because you see that it's such a big thing, it really even though it pales in comparison to the amount of, you know, normal, like good non racist um football fans there are, the fact that they are so vocal as a minority, it just doesn't really sit well for the club and you know, I think I think they've dealt with the matter well. I think they gave one of the guys a lifetime ban. Mm. Um, but we still have a lot of work to do in terms of kicking racism out of football, and in terms of kicking racism out of the country in general, to be honest. But um, what do you think that's good enough though? Like for a racist chant, you just ban man. Like how many men are they gonna ban yeah before like the message is mm. sent through? Like 
Mm. I think it's quite a sticky subject because you can go to get, uh, jail for hate speech. However, I feel like when we start giving out such harsh sanction, although I do think racism is unacceptable, I feel like it kind of makes it very difficult when we look at racism and how to deal with it because, you know, it's not only white people that can be racist as well. Because, in my opinion, at least, uh, black people can be racist, Asians can be racist, anyone can be racist. So (coughs) when we start to think about how we're going to deal with it and how severe these punishments have to be made, I think we've got to remember that it's been ingrained in people's um in people's uh heads you know it's from a from a young age i'm moving on another game on saturday we saw spurs beat burnley one nil last minute goal christian erickson um good win for them but what i want to say is burnley they look like they're looking like they're in deep deep trouble i mean mm. at first i used to think yeah sean dash yeah. Moore, mm-hmm. these man can't go down mm-hmm. fighting spirit fam we forget they were in the europa league earlier this season Albeit they did lose to the qualifiers, yeah. but like I don't feel like at, at the beginning anyway I didn't feel like they could go down, but now I don't know. Deep into the relegation zone, I'm thinking, boy, they could be gone. What do you think about that one, T? Uh, yeah, much like you say, I think it's it's very odd to see Burnley in this situation. You know, they they just managed to stay up last season, and uh, Sean Dyche. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like. The squad just isn't good enough for the Premier League, to be honest. I think that's what yeah, it is. Burnley squad. Yeah. The Aaron Lennon, the Sam Vaux. They're all washed. Goodmanson. They're all washed. Bruh. All of them. All of them are washed, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, because you know when we look at the bottom three, we got Burnley, Huddersfield. We got Fulham, who they're going down. Unfortunately, they're going down. We got Huddersfield. Huddersfield can stay up. They can do a thing. I think. So you think Huddersfield got a better squad than Burnley? I wouldn't say they got a better squad, but I do think that. In the bottom three, despite the purchases that Fulham have made, which clearly haven't worked out for them, I feel like these are definitely relegation candidates, and I wouldn't be surprised if all three of these currently do go down. Moving on to Fulham, I was at the game on Saturday when they played West Ham, and in the beginning, I used to believe that even whilst Jokanovic was still their manager, that, yeah, they got the philosophy, and in terms of, like, personnel, they should stay up. But after watching them live in the flesh, mm-hmm. they are a woeful team defensively. <laughs> and, at, like, they they play... Def- they can't defend. They just can't defend. Like, they mm-hmm. defend, like... I would even say academy teams, because they, their man probably got their defence patterned. Yeah. They play... They defend, like... You know, back in school, when... when it was like, I don't know, 606, and every man was striker, Front, left yeah. wing, right wing, back, yeah. centre back. Like, there were so many times, I think it was Robert Snodgrass on the right-hand side, he was mm. just in acres of space. That's how they scored their first goal. Mm. Like, even, it was just so, so poor. Like, yeah. I just, I don't know what to believe, man. In Claudio Ranieri, they got a quality manager, but I don't think he could turn them yeah, around. No, like, no. I don't even know if Pep could turn this team around. Because... <laughs> Defensively, they are a joke, bruv. Yeah, I think to really to really drive that point home, they've got a minus twenty six goal difference, and that's that's actually ridiculous. It's unacceptable as well. It's, it's crazy, ridiculous. So man. yeah, they, I think they're going down no matter what Ranieri tries to do. Yeah, and it's it's in a way it's unacceptable because how are you gonna spend a hundred m's mm-hmm. and get relegated the same season? Like, 
It's a joke, man. Yeah, it's, a joke. it's a joke. Like, there's only so much guys like Mitrovic can do. You got a former World Cup winner, Andre Scherler. Mm-hmm. You got probably one of the best under 18 players in the world right now, Ryan Sessignon. Obviously, he's not playing at like one of them, but he has the potential to be one of the best young players in the world. Mm-hmm. And he's not playing up to scratch. Like, I really don't know what to think, man. Yeah. Yeah. But on the flip side, though, West Ham, another good win. Oh, They've been in really good, good form. Good result, good result. I like Felipe Anderson a lot, man. It was, I felt privileged to see him play. <laughs> I was happy, man. Was I, it privileged? I, nah, he's a baller, man. Um, yeah, West Ham, West Ham are... They just seem that, like they're eternally going to be a mid-table team. Like, mm. yeah. Sitting ninth right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way they're going to trouble like Europa League yeah. sort of places. And they're not going to get relegated nah, either. They're, so. just, they're just a mid-table team, man. Yeah. Um, moving on. Oh yeah, before we move on, <laughs> towards the end of the Fulham game, yeah, and where I, where I was standing, these guys were just singing, oh, <laughs> we're fucking shit. <laughs> Wait, I love it. I love it when the fans like, sing like, that. Like, I love it. I love um, it. Big up them though, because that weather, it was freezing that mm-hmm, day. Like, it was and poor. most of them, they stayed to the end to clap their team off, so they're, they're some mad fans like Alfie, I'll do that. Yep. <laughs> No, I, would, I definitely wouldn't do that, especially to watch Fulham as well. No, impossible. But yeah, moving on to the champions, Man City. We saw them on Saturday in an early kickoff, big three-one victory against Everton. Gabriel Jesus banging in two goals. Recently, he's been criticised because he was in a big goal drought. Like I think it was four months without a goal. Yeah, and something like that. Aguero injured. He really had to step up to the plate, and he did with those two goals. And that was a, it. Was another victory for them. Raheem Sterling, obviously you spoke about him earlier, in more positive light, another goal for it. He's been on Fantastic. fire this season, yeah, man. Great player, great he's player. He's been playing, he's been playing well. What was that? That was his that was his ninth goal of the season. <sighs> ninth. So he's he's joint second in the Premier League goal tally at the moment. So Crazy. that's good for him, man. Good on him. Mm-hmm. And Everton scoring through a guy. I don't really rate him. Dominic Carver Lewin, yeah. That's one guy, like, I just don't rate him. Like, all right, cool. Fair enough, you're big, yeah. He's yeah. like, what, 6'2, six 6'3. Six but, all right, he's got a header, innit? But he's not an aerial threat, yeah. He's, you're not fast. You don't have a lot of pace. Mm-hmm. And your finishing is, isn't good enough. But I just feel like he, he's a Black Patrick Bamford fan. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why they don't play. They bought last last year in January. They bought Chenk Tolson, yeah, big money fee. Mm-hmm. He's he barely got a game in that. Yeah. They got Anamola Lookman, obviously young baller from the ends, but they don't really start him, man. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know what Everton are trying to trying to achieve yeah, right about now. Everton, they're a weird team. Obviously, we we, we go in not expecting them to win this game because it's it's flipping City, you know. Mm, but it's a free hit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a free hit. <laughs> But Clifford, even I find it funny when you were describing Calvert Lewin that it, it sounded a bit like Lukaku to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but at least with Lukaku, you know that I, cool, he's got strength in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, back in regards to Everton, like I don't know, I feel like they're much like West Ham where they're just eternally mid-table. Like, no matter what they who they purchase or what they do, it just seems like they won't be able to get past that sixth spot apart from a few years back when I think they finished fifth or so. But yeah, Everton, yeah, yeah Everton are just a. Uh, they're just a team in it. They're just there in it. <laughs> just to make up the numbers. Yeah, they're just there in it. I don't know. They've, they've tried to make some signals of intent. Obviously, hiring Marco Silva mm-hmm. and uh, big money signing from Charleston and Sigerson in recent years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, I don't I don't feel like they're going anywhere nice. Yeah, so. no. But Let's yeah. wrap up the rest of the Premier League weekend results. Wolves won 2 0 at Bournemouth. Yeah. Another win for them. Third straight win in a row, you know. Is, is it there? I feel Wolves are such an enigma because 
I don't think there's anything particularly special about the team, but they do seem to like put in the work to get the results. Mm. If you get what I'm saying, yeah, like they can grind out draws if if need be. Obviously, they had a recent bad patch of form before they started winning. Yeah, that happens though. Yeah, it happens, especially. I think they, they just got promoted, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's that's actually a very very big achievement for Wolves. And looking at the table right now, they're pointing behind United. So you know, at, we're rubbing shoulders with Wolves. <laughs> Wolves, so come to Wolves. It, it says a lot, not only about how well Wolves are doing, but also about how poorly United are doing. But that's besides the point. Wolves are yeah, they're a good team. I like them. I don't watch a lot of their games, but they seem to have the right idea of what they're doing. And I think obviously they'll stay up. And I, I'm excited to see what they do next season. Hmm. Uh, another game, thrilling game at Vicarage Road. Watford 3, Cardiff 2. Cardiff tried to bring on a late fight back. Mm-hmm. Two, two goals in the last 10 minutes. Wasn't good enough, though. Yeah. But yeah, another win for Watford. Aye, Holivas scored a banger, you know. I didn't even, I didn't even see that. he's a little baller, a little left back, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. He, he got a good strike with him. But yeah, yeah. That, good win for Watford. Good win for Watford. And Huddersfield lost at home to Newcastle 1-0. And Palace beat Leicester 1-0. I think that was Palace's first win without Zaha in yeah. so many different games. And it's mad, though. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It's nah, crazy. They, yeah. they depend on him solely, literally. He's like, without him, they'll probably they'll be in the championship, you know. I, I genuinely believe that. He's going to be banging in goals. Car, Lord knows he ain't going to be even take it. <laughs> 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 like, come on now. Yeah, you're not gassing. You're not gassing. Yeah, that's a good win for them, good man. Win, good win. Moving on. Um, so, just this Monday... Obviously, Champions League draw has been made. Oh, big, big ties, round of 16, but they're looking like semi final, quarter final sort of type ties. Yeah, ridiculous. Some lucrative games. We say, you want to kick off T? Uh, obviously, the starting off as a United supporter, I just like to say that we're done out here. We're definitely done out Wait, here. Who we got? Who we got? Uh, we got the mighty, we got Paris Saint Germain. We got <laughs> flipping, <laughs> we got flipping Mbappe. We got your name. What? We're, we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Especially that second leg at PSG Stadium, uh, I don't know. It's it's very it's very upsetting. I think I saw a tweet where someone said PSG are going to do some drillings on us, and I think drillings. <laughs> <laughs> drillings. <laughs> I think that's a very accurate way to describe it. I think the golf between the two teams, unless you know Mourinho though, he does have it in his locker. Nah, to nah, you don't house. have it no more. <laughs> After that result against Liverpool, he does not have nothing good mm, going mm. for him. I, you know, I, I, I'm a very optimistic person, but it does seem like that we're, we're, we're completely done out here. So, yeah, that's that's looking like a horrible draw. What do you think, AB? Uh, PSG. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let me put it in perspective, yeah? All right, so when I saw that, I instantly thought Ashley Young versus Mbappe oh, and Matteo Damian versus Neymar. Mm. And based on those two matchups, <laughs> we're done. We're done. <laughs> like, there's no way that I don't think we can get a result, man. Like even at Old Trafford, at, I don't know because even this parking the bus thing Mourinho does it's not it's not been working for him mm. at the moment. So, mm-hmm. but the one thing I would say like PSG in Europe they have they have been known to like be choke. bottlers yeah, yeah, like yeah. and choke and things like that. Especially against the game against Liverpool. Obviously, Firmino scoring the last minute in the first in the first game. So, I don't know. I feel like that's the one trophy that's. Eluding. Yeah, that's the one trophy that's eluded them in recent years. Pretty much the same as Man City. Like they're literally the carbon copy of Man City. Yeah. They tear up the league, but in Europe yeah, they're a bit. They, the they lack that real experience. But mm-hmm. I really don't know what to expect. I expect us to lose it. In fact, but <laughs> I'm trying to think: is there a way that we can actually get a win? And I don't know, man. I really don't know. 
I think we should also look at it. Obviously, I would say that PSG right now are better than Juventus in terms of attacking football, but Juventus are set up better right now. Mm. So when we look at it, we did manage to just squeak out that result in Turin. That was a mad fluke. It was a fluke. (laughs) It was definitely a fluke, but... I do believe we can fluke it again. You know, it just takes a over two legs. I wouldn't say over two legs. I think this is different, car. Say we fluke the first game, yeah. These yeah. are gonna come on what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Obviously, I'm. I, what I'm saying is, there's a one, maybe le- even less than, maybe like a point, point zero, point zero zero one percent chance. <laughs> but there's still that inkling chance there. Obviously, I expect PSG to fully better us, and I will not say that I expect any different. But I'm still excited to. You know, I'm gonna watch the games. You know, probably drink afterwards because, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, just fucking me up right now. But yeah, man. Right, let's move on to the other ties, though. What other mm-hmm. ties we got for them? Once again, we got FC Schalke, decent team against Manchester City, though, and it's looking. Right, they're going to roll them over, man. You think? Yeah, 100%. Nah, nah. This, it's not like. This is Man City, fam. Mm-hmm. They're going to deal with them. Like, I know they've had their struggles in Europe recently, but Schalke. Yeah, they, um, this ain't like United Sevilla last year, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they're going to drill on them. Like, yeah. it's, it's not going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that that's going to be a closer game than United PSG, though. I think Schalke, they've been performing decently in the league. Bro, they're 13th in the Are Bundesliga. They? Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, my God! <laughs> wow! Um, <laughs> damn, I'll take that back. Yeah, Schalke are going to get popped. That's <laughs> mad. Let's move on. Obviously, we know City are going to pattern... Maybe Sterling should get a hat. Just, they're just doing matting in it. But <laughs> moving on, you got one of my favorite, not one of my favorite draws, but it's still a big daddy draw. We got Atletico Madrid versus Juventus. What do you think about that, AB? I feel like that game, yeah, is is like that's the pinnacle of European football. You got two sides, two big players, yeah. not two big players, but two quality sides. Yeah. Two managers getting head to head. You got Allegri on one corner, Simeone in the other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. That's the battle of who's going to out-defend the other. <laughs> so obviously, you've got two stellar defenders. Yeah. You've got your Chiellini's, your Benici's, Alexandro's. Good then you got your Goldin's, Jimenez. Yeah. you got your... Oh, they don't even have Vesalco anymore. Who nah. they got? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, they got whoever they got. They got... um, Who's that? Ch- that Felipe Luis. Like, it's going to be... A, yeah. If you're... Listen, if you're a young G, yeah, and you want to become a pro footballer and you're a defender, watch that game. Watch both games mm-hmm. and watch how both defenders both sets of defenders defend trust mm-hmm. me that's for me a... I personally see Juventus going through in this draw though because I think they've got too much quality for Atletico Madrid oh but, yeah of course but, going you know, forward yeah but once again like you say Atletico they've got a world class defence and Simeone he's, he's known for being able to just defend and mm. piss off teams so <laughs> I'm not excited to watch the games but I am excited to see the results mm. so what other results we got we got my personally my favourite draw of the, actually my second favourite draw we got Tottenham versus Dortmund and I think that should be a cracker of a, some crackers of a game to be honest I genuinely don't know who would win that game I genuinely mm. don't know like I think with Royce back and still doing his thing I think it's a difficult one to call because Tottenham I personally think Tottenham will take it but I think Tottenham are also chokers as well you know like we've been speaking about Butler's throughout this pod and I think Tottenham are bottlers as well and Dortmund do have a bit more European pedigree than Spurs so I can see um, Dortmund taking it but uh, personally I want Spurs to take it what do you think AB? Um, I, I'm i all for you know English teams progressing in Europe but nah man <laughs> so cynical <laughs> nah, cynical guy cynical. there's one nah only United man <laughs> the only reason why I want a team to go far in Europe is I know it's going to deplete their players in the Prem <laughs> and it's going to come <laughs> 
call me what you want. I don't care, fam. <laughs> I don't want to see none of them man shine. I if it's that. Europa League, I don't care. You man can win that, innit? Like mm-hmm. Chelsea, Arsenal, them man in Europa League. Yeah. Fam, you man do your thing, innit? If you want to win it, win it, innit? But Champions League, nah. Nah, okay, cool. But it'll be one player I want to look forward to seeing is Jaden Sancho. Can't, oh, yeah. I can't lie, yeah. On my timeline, this nigga did all sorts of stuff, yeah, you know. Bro. Like, I want to see him live, oh, yeah, Sancho. on a big stage. Yeah. Champions League, what can you do with it? Because mm. that's when man can rate you foot. Like, I rate him already, yeah, but if you can do it against Spurs, then I'll rate mm-hmm. you. Like, I'll know that, yeah, you're for real, for real. Like, he's a footballer, yeah, footballer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, we say, I think that one, no, 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 what other draws we got in the Champions League? Just we got Barca, Leon. Obviously, yeah. Barca's going to take that 100%. We got Roma, Porto, the two minnows, to be honest. I think whoever gets through that is probably going to get better than the next round. We got Ajax Madrid. That's actually a bit. It seems like it's a bit closer than it seems because obviously Real Madrid aren't quite themselves without Ronaldo. And they are. They are shell of themselves. Yeah, and Ajax have done quite well for themselves this season. So I'm interested to see that one. And we got Liverpool Bayern, which Liverpool is my favorite draw. Woo. That's my favorite draw. Hundred percent. Ma- hey, you've been saying that about like the last. No, no. Nah, this is <laughs> this is definitely my favorite draw. Liverpool, I think. Yeah, that's gonna be a match. Yeah. You know? Liverpool might do that thing, you know. No, nah, obviously. I want Bayern Liverpool to get better. Bukey. Yeah, Bayern have been very yeah, bukey. Yeah. Last time I watched them, yeah, they played um, Fortuna Dusseldorf, innit? And they lost. Um, they lost, yeah, man. 3 T. Bayern are... I'd say they're moving like Madrid. Obviously, a bit better than Madrid this season, but they're moving like Madrid mm. where they're dropping a lot of stupid points, especially with the quality that they've got in the squad. But I do think I see them doing something in this European nah, it's Champions game. League, yeah. fam. Champions League. Most players roll up their sleeves, yep, man. Yep, yep, yep. Mostly players. Liverpool... World-class team right now, so I can see them taking that as well. But that's the Champions League. Uh, rounded One up. One thing I would say, though, if Liverpool are going to do a thing, Salah needs to score, man. Can't. Mm. Recently, he's not been popping off against the big teams, you know. Like, against true. Napoli at court. Fair enough, he scored against Napoli in the second game. Mm-hmm. But Arsenal, Man City, obviously against United mm-hmm. lot, uh, yesterday. Like, he's not really been popping off. Mm-hmm. So, in order to win games like that, your big players have to step up in it. So, we'll see if he steps up. Yep. But yeah, what we you say? Wrap it up. Wrap it up, then. <laughs> so that wraps up the football segment. We'll be back same time next week. This is Clutch Pod. I'm your host, AB. Moving on to the NBA segment now. Don't forget to follow us on the tour at Clutch underscore pod. Moving on to the NBA segment. On the last pod, um, we spoke about the Toronto. Wow. English is hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we spoke about dope. the Toronto Raptors and me and nephew will talk about their four-game Western Conference road trip. Yep. They had the Trailblazers, Nuggets, Golden State and the Clippers. And yeah, nephew made a prediction which has actually come true. He was talking about how he can see them like, winning all of them but other than Portland because they're just like a good regular season team. Like yeah. They don't really go anywhere nice in the playoffs but... Yeah. During the regular season, they did a thing, mm-hmm. and the other couple nights ago, they blew out Golden oh. State at the Oracle, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. What was it like, ninety three, one hundred and thirteen? It was crazy without Kawhi, you yeah. know. It was crazy. Without so was, I was scared. Yeah. Now nah, I know Raptors are for real, for real. Because obviously Golden State, they had their full All Stars on the floor, yep. like they really had no reason to. I understand it's a tight game in it, two good sides going up, but mm-hmm. I can't lie, you can't be getting blown out of the Oracle like yeah. that, and. I don't uh, know what do, you, what do you have to say about that team. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But I think what a lot of people forget when we talk about Golden State is they are not trying. Like Golden State are really, really not trying. And when it comes to playoffs, it's like everyone will see that okay, this team is broken. 
Like, cool, Raptors are doing their thing, but we also need to remember that they are playoff chokers. Cool, there's no LeBron on their side this time. <laughs> but so, though, the Raptors man. are playoff chokers. With Kawhi now, I do see them winning the East. The only other people that I can see challenging them are maybe the Bucks, maybe. 76ers are not good enough, in my opinion. Celtics are not good enough, in my opinion. But moving back to Golden State, they're going to take that first seed. Even if it's by a little bit, they will take... Even if they take the second seed, they're Literally. still going to win the West. True. I don't think they're worried about seeding, though. Mm-hmm. Golden State, they're not worried. They're just playing... They're just, they seem to be having fun, you know. Mm. No, I like, held that. Like, I held that when you're playing, like, I don't know, the Grizzlies and stuff like that, in it. Mm-hmm. But, all right, cool. Pick your spots in the season, though. Like, you can't go 82 games saying, I am a bacon off, we're going to make playoffs. <laughs> Fam, look at a team like the Rockets. They might not touch playoffs, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, like, I feel like, they, they'll, they'll pick their times that they'll turn up and be like, all right, cool, this is a big game. Toronto's coming. Let's mm-hmm. try a ting, innit? Mm-hmm. And I genuinely believe that they actually tried a ting and it didn't work out. Yeah, yeah you can Especially when they that. saw no Kawhi, they thought, all right, cool, another W, innit? What? But I can't lie, the Raptors, they're looking like they're for real, for real. I see them topping the East, man. Yeah. As much as it pains me, because obviously Philly, we're still on the come up. <laughs> <laughs> we get there, we get there soon, get there. But yeah, man, they're, they're looking like the real deal. Yeah. I think uh, Raptors... 100% should take the East, like I said. But we did see them lose to uh, Nuggets just yesterday. So I think there's there's still a lot of, there's still weaknesses in that team. I feel like that was a scheduled loss, man. <laughs> this is to tell them, obviously, on a four-game road trip, yeah, mm-hmm. in, against Western Conference sides that they'll win two, and one of them will be a blowout by a Golden State. They'll take that. Fam. They'll take it. They'll take they'll it. take that, fam. But I feel like Raptors are trying to aim for something higher this season. Um, they probably should. Obviously, Nuggets are really, really, really good there. The first seed right now, but are they? Yeah, interested to see where both teams go. Nuggets that's and the Raptors. True, that's true. Alright, cool. Moving on, we got some big trade news. Obviously, the trade deadline was open on the fifteenth. Surprising, though, man. I mean, if you ask me, Trevor Reese has gone to the Wizards. Mm. Uh, he's been traded from Phoenix and going the opposite direction. Austin Rivers and Kelly Oubre. We all knew Trevor Reese was gonna get traded. <laughs> we just didn't know where in it. Like yeah. a lot of people say Lakers. Some people were saying um. A couple people were saying Philly. I don't know why they were saying that. <laughs> and Houston, that's it. He was meant to go back to Houston. Mm-hmm. But he ended up in Washington. Carl, I was surprised, Carl. Obviously, Wizards, they've had their struggles this season. Um, during the beginning, anyway. Especially with Dwight Howard. He's now out for the seat indefinitely, I think. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, John Wall. They just had a lot of locker room problems, innit? Yeah. And they're one of them teams whereby... They're not shit enough to tank. Mm-hmm. But if they try to tank, like everyone will clock in. <laughs> so they're not shit enough to tank. But then again, they're not really getting anywhere nice in the East. Like, yeah. could they win one playoff game? Maybe yeah. John Wall turns up. Recently, mm-hmm. he's been turning up in it. Yeah, so for them to go for Ariza, I feel like that's a signal of intent, innit? Obviously, we already know what Ariza is good wing defender. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, there's someone they could do with right about now. I think. Th- Regarding what you say, they're not too far off from the playoff seeds, to be honest. Man, not... I thought they'll make playoffs, man. 100, man. You think? They're in the East, bro. Mm. Who's going to make playoffs ahead of them? <laughs> I forgot. Damn, they're in the East, bro. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know if it's a good trade. I mean, I like the trade, but I still don't know if it's a good trade. But, you know, we'll see what we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. I do think, I do like Kelly Oubre as well, though. Even though sometimes he doesn't turn up, I think he's a decent player. Yeah, moving on. The game the other night, we saw um, the Lakers beat the Hornets. 
and triple double bros, mm-hmm. LeBron Alonso, you know, that man doing their thing. That is only they, the sixth time in history that that's happened. Two triple yeah. doubles on the same team. The last time it happened was in 07, you know, man, like Jason Kidd mm-hmm. and Vince Carter. But yeah, Alonso, what did he drop? 16, 10, and 10. LeBron 24, 12, and 11. Now that's good, man. It, it looked like they enjoy playing together, man. Like, if. <laughs> If you look at Instagram posts anyway. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, they look like they're in chain playing together. And I know like the other last pod, I was talking about how Kyle Kuhn is probably the best player after LeBron on the Lakers team. But Lonzo's getting up there, you know. Yeah. Like, Lonzo, you've been doing these things, man. Like he had a couple monster jams, bare slam dunks. Like yeah. he's been doing these things, man. I feel Lonzo's been very... The one thing Lonzo will always have is obviously his passing and his vision. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant passer. But... In terms of his scoring, he's always so hit and miss. Like, there'll be games where he'll be so cold from the free, even from, you know, taking his two-point shots, he just misses all of them. But then he'll have games like this where he'll score a good amount of points and get, get the rebounds as well. So I've always been a big advocate of Lonzo. I really like him as a player, you know. He's got the right mindset that I think you need to have a, as a basketball player, especially when your dad is flipping the VAR ball. <laughs> but I, I like Lonzo, man. And obviously, LeBron, what more needs to be said about him? I'm interested, really interested to see where he can take this Lakers team. Obviously, I'm, I don't think they'll win the West, honestly, because I think there's about four teams better than them right now. But it's a good good result, good two triple-doubles. Don't know when we're going to see that again. But, yeah. Moving on now. What I was going to talk about as well, the Anthony Davis situation. Trade window is open. Mm-hmm. You see him requesting a trade, demanding a trade. Honestly, I see him staying. You think he's going to stay? Yeah, I feel as, like... As in, like, re-sign with them. Or just stay till the end of the season? I do... I see him staying till the end of the season. In terms of re-signing, I'm not too sure. Obviously, I don't really know what's going on there. But I do think he's going to be... Stick with them till the end of the season, personally. Uh, do I think he's going to go somewhere else at the end of the season? Probably. But I, I see both sides, to be honest. I can see Wait, both where sides. Where do you think he'll go? Like, what place would you see? Where, where would you see Anthony Davis Anthony go when Davis. you think... Rah, like... He's gonna be doing a mm. huge thing. Mm, mm, mm. That's an interesting question, actually. I'm I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure because AD is a fantastic player, mm. but looking at the top teams right now, which is where he should be looking to go, I'm not sure any of them need him like that. What you don't think LeBron look at him AD fam? Oh yeah, defo. But then how's that gonna work? What do you mean? With like, how are they gonna fit it? Like it'll be you... a bit tight, innit? Yeah. Obviously, anyone playing alongside LeBron, they're just gonna be overshadowed by mm-hmm. LeBron, innit? So that's why a lot of men, that's why guys like Paul George, Jimmy Butler, flipping Boogie, like all them men, they didn't really, they didn't go to him in it. Because playing with LeBron, like, it's hard, man. It's hard. Ask Kevin Love, fam, or Kyrie, fam. Quite especially Obviously, Kyrie. <laughs> especially like, Kyrie. winning rings is all fun and that, but at what cost, fam? Because mm-hmm. if your mental health's getting down the chain, yeah. <laughs> fam, if your mental health's getting down the chain, do you really need that ring, fam? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, being as biased as I am, I was going to talk some Philly. So, obviously, 76ers. The other day, we played. We've been doing poor recently. Back-to-back defeats. Lost to the Nets. I don't know. The Nets just have our number, man. We lost to them twice this season. Like, I don't get it, bro. The Nets, people, the Nets aren't a bad nah, team, though. Nah, they're, they're dead, bro. The Nets ain't that bad, man. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie going off, man. Dinwiddie's nah, decent, man. Nah, man. But, yeah, lost to them. Lost to the Pacers as well. Another home defeat. Still got the best home record in the league at 14 and 2. Um, that game against the Pacers, 
Joel Embiid, he had a monster night, man. He dropped 40 and 21. Mm-hmm. Career high in rebounds. But yeah, he's been doing his thing. Albeit, Jimmy Butler wasn't playing. And I feel like that's what like catapulted his numbers a bit. Yeah. I still feel like they're trying to figure it out between Butler and Embiid, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Recently, he's been playing as like a stretch five. And I hate that car. When I'm watching, I just see man at the top of the three-point line thinking, brother, <laughs> you, I need you in the post, fam. Yeah. Like, they always talk about, like, even all Stephen A and them, man, they say, ah, he's back to the basket game. He can't do it. He can't do it. Like, he does seem to drop step and then get in. But, like, I want to see, man, he's, I want to see proper, like, post fadeaways, post hooks, all that stuff. Like, yeah. and he's not doing it, but... At the end of the day, if we're winning, that don't really matter, innit? Like, mm. we'll move forward. Um, as I've been saying all season, I just want us to, like, challenge that, like, see if we can down the Raptors. It's going to be a hard car. Bench is looking very thin. Mm-hmm. Another thing I want to talk about, Markel Fultz. Um, People are looking at him. A lot of teams have been looking at him. The Pistons are, are, are reportedly involved. I don't know what they're going to offer for Fultz, car. <laughs> the way their team's set up. There's no way I'm taking Reggie Jackson for Fultz, man. No way. Mm. But yeah, I can't lie, man. He's still an asset to any team, bro. He can still develop, man. Yeah, he can still develop. But I think it's the whole situation with his shoulder and stuff is is very it's, it's peak. I can't lie because mm. his shooting form is absolutely horrible. It takes way too long for him to get his shots up, and he just looks retarded whenever he shoots. <laughs> so I I don't know, bro. It's 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 difficult, man. So what you you think? Fultz is definitely going, or what? What is it? I don't want him to go because, as I said last week. They've invested a lot of, a lot of resources and resources stuff. on yeah. him. And if there's one team that was a team flourishes, obviously the team that spent drafted most him resources on yeah. him, yeah, and that drafted him. So I feel like they'll have his best interests at heart in it. Mm-hmm. But obviously it is a business in it, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him go. Yep. Before we wrap up, couple shout outs. I want to shout out John Wool from Gang Sign. <laughs> John Wool is back last night against the Lakers. He dropped 40 and 14. He's just dishing out dimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good on him, man. Good on him. He's been criticized because obviously his contract that's coming in next year, you're going to be earning oh, bucket loads of money. Disgusting. I should become a basketball player. Trust me. And he has a player option. So uh, yeah, he's working towards that though, man. Yeah, he's bro. doing his thing. Uh, who else was I going to shout out from? Big up your kids. Class. <laughs> Great player. He. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. I, uh, one team I wanted to shout out, yeah? The Sacramento Kings. Obviously, Ooh. they don't get shown a lot of love, in it. Car, they've been... They, they haven't been, like, a top team yeah. recently. But Fox I can't lie. They're back caught. They're, wow. Eesh. English is hard. It's hard. They're back caught, yeah? They've been doing bits. Mm-hmm. I saw a stat recently. So, they got Buddy Hield and Darren Fox, yeah? Great so, player. Fox, right now, he's averaging 8.5, 7.5, and 3.5. Oof. That's decent for him, shooting 48% from the field, 39% from free. Buddy Hill, he's averaging, what, 19, 3 and 5, shooting 48% from the field as well. So they, they look like they have a bright future down in mm-hmm. Sacramento, man. Mm-hmm. I want to see them doing well because obviously uh, <laughs> the Celtics have their pick in it. And <laughs> I don't want them to do shit. Yeah. I, I don't want to see no more madnesses from Danny Ainge, man. Yeah, he's, he's a madness with the picks. Especially as because that was meant to be the 76ers pick, but they changed it for Tatum. So uh, <laughs> if, it, if it was done to me, I want the Kings to go wherever they are. I, I just want them to win to the end of the season. <laughs> uh, oh, I just I like to shout out Pacers as well because... I flip in love with Oladipo, man. He's a great player. I like Vic. Great player. Even though he's not back to the scoring, he's still dishing out dimes. So, 
does yeah. his thing, man. He does his thing, always does his thing. Lockdown defender as well. Now, yeah. I, li- I like Oladipo, man. I like him a lot, fam. Yeah. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? That's it. Honestly, always remember, Curry is the second best player in the league. What? Yep, best player to watch as well, in my opinion. That's, that's, that's all I have to say. To be had yeah, different, day, different day. I genuinely didn't expect that. <laughs> different day, but yeah, that's it, man. Thanks for having me, man. But yeah, nah, it's good, fam. Good, fam. But yeah, this is this is Clutch Pod wrapping up the NBA segment. We'll be back same time next week. Don't forget to follow us on the tour at Clutch underscore Pod. Much love if you're still listening on to this point. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Meow. <laughs>